2: This is He Said, Ella Dijo, with Eric Winter and
3: Rosalind
4: Sanchez. ¿Cómo estás? Buen día. Bien, bien. ¿Cómo estás? No. ¿Cómo está mi gente? How are you? Yeah.
3: Yeah,
4: I answered correctly, bien, bien.
3: Bien, bien. How was your weekend, Eric
4: Winter? Well, it was interesting because we had a very um, unusual or new sort of date night with some friends. Yeah. It was... Maybe food is the language of love for everybody. Just it might good be. food.
3: Well last week it Cookie. was music. The yeah. week before was sex. <laughs> so yeah, this
4: time is food.
1: Perfect. If, we keep changing. What,
4: if you just had dancing food and sex, I think everybody'd be happy. Yeah. You'd have your cardio, you'd have full stomach. Right?
3: Yeah. I mean, and then you bam bang at the end.
4: <laughs> and <yeah. laughs> really romantic. <laughs> um yeah, so we So what did we do? We went to something, which I want to do again with with, uh, with more friends, but um, a cooking class slash dinner date with three other couples. Mm-hmm. We all were assigned dishes that we had selected what the overall dinner would be ahead of time. And then when we got there, got a little briefing and partnered up. Very, you know, We, we weren't together, no. which, which is, I wonder if that's a good thing. It was w- great. Would we have argued? Yeah, because I baked on Sunday as well, randomly, like leading into more cooking. I baked the day after, and you were like, heart on me the entire time. Going, are you done yet? It's so long to bake. Let me tell you something very the funny. The person so who can't even bake, you make fun of I told, I of my told
3: Sabella, Sabi, let's uh, do some cupcakes on Sunday. Let's do something with the family and spend some family time. And she was so excited. Even Dylan, all day long, cupcake, 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 all day long. He wanted cupcakes. So then I go to the supermarket to buy the ingredients, and I said, you know, let's try to do something healthy. And Eric pulls a, a recipe for this banana. It was like a peanut butter cupcake, but it was the healthiest
4: <laughs> mother-freaking cupcake
3: in the history of cupcakes. It took the it took him like maybe three hours, and the cupcakes well, were I mean, like a banana bread hybrid, dry, carton board. Settle down. Oh my god, God bless you. Settle
4: down. I made some great paleo brownies that were you did that fantastic. was amazing. That was amazing. And then I made these really weird ass banana bread cupcake cardboard things yeah but the whole time like, you're judging me and you're not doing not you. doing anything you're like Are you done yet? you're done like, well, if you want to help me i thought this was your idea and i ended up doing it all
3: you love baking eric that's why
4: all we right love so baking. on our date our dinner date with everybody i got oddly enough dropped into the apricot cobbler no not cobbler tart so i had to make an apricot tart which it was, was amazing pretty good
3: my mashed potatoes y- were great you
4: peeled potatoes
3: and then i put them mas- <laughs> and then
4: you mash them
3: no and i added mascar- mascarpone 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 yeah mascarpone and chives and salt and butter my mashed potatoes were amazing
4: i'm not a mashed potato guy but they, they were good they were good
3: this is how different we are so everybody that knows me knows that mashed potatoes are my favorite food for 46 years i can eat mashed potatoes every single and day and i
4: used to gag on them <laughs> as a child <laughs> like no joke get dry heave i know dry heave I can eat them now, but they got to be super buttery or like lobster, like, and I'll just pick the lobster out. Oh Oily. my God. I hate mashed potatoes, but it was fun. We all got to like, it became a little competitive. It was kind of like a cooking a show. I highly
3: recommend it. That's a good day night for guys. Um, Boulevard Girls. Kitchen. That was the Boulevard place, right? Boulevard Kitchen on Ventura Sherman Boulevard. Oaks, yeah. Sherman Oaks, And you go there and they have like a staff of three or four people and there's like a professional chef. Yeah and you basically cook with them and, and you bring
4: your eat. own wine bring yeah, your own drinks whatever get a little you know not drunk whatever have a cocktail and just enjoy the night and, and then cook.
3: everybody had chicken disgusting and i ended up having a salmon and then everybody fantastic. wanted my salmon
4: yeah it was good so that yeah. was fun and then we baked on sunday again or well, i baked on sunday more with cardboard the
3: kids. cardboard banana bread
4: uh, okay yeah it wasn't great <laughs> but we had no other recipe you told me to find something i found it that's what happens when you just google healthy cupcakes I know. wasn't it wasn't a good move. Um, and then, uh, yeah, no, it was it was a it was a fun kind of family relaxing weekend. It was it was. Um, so
3: we were reading through emails and then we got this email from a listener saying, please, Rosalind and Eric, do a podcast on IVF. I would love to hear more stories about this trying, trying time and how you can get through it. I know it is a touchy and difficult situation, but it will be truly helpful for everyone going through fertility issues. So we debated, we've been open about our fertility problems and the many IVFs we've done. Uh, but we were like, should we do a podcast about IVF? It's such a heavy topic. And then we decided, you know what? It might be very helpful. Many, 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 many women are going through it. Many couples are going through it.
4: Yeah, so, I'm playing on board with it. Like, I'm I'm a frustrated doctor. So for me, that whole process, other than it, you know, you never know what the outcome's going to be if you're actually going to have a child, but yeah. people don't like to talk about, Oh, I couldn't get pregnant naturally. And what's wrong with me? And is it a problem with the male, the female? I don't know. Anytime science can be involved with helping families in any way, I, I'm all for it. I love sharing the story, talking about it, very open about it. The so fact let me that ask both you. our kids are financially in the red.
3: Oh my God. The most expensive kids in the history of children. Yeah. Very expensive.
4: No allowance for a long time. Oh my God.
3: Listen, you always knew you wanted to have kids.
4: I've always, yeah, no, I always knew I'd be a dad 100% or, you know, whether it was, you know, I, I always thought naturally it would happen, but, uh, uh, ended up being a bit more challenging. You know, you spend your whole life. Well, that's not your whole life. Once you're, uh, sexual activity starts as a a young adult. You spend your whole time just trying not to get someone pregnant. Like, okay, just don't get anybody pregnant. I don't need any kids. I'm too young. Then all of a sudden you meet the right person. You want to have children and you just can't have kids. (laughs) It is the most frustrating. Uh, And you never think that's going to happen. You're like, just, it should be easy.
3: We started um, at 35. When I was 35, you were what? 30? Two.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: We started trying uh, because I thought at 35 I was ready. I, I, You know what? Motherhood for me was like I come from a big family. I have three brothers. We're four total. Uh, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, I want to have kids. I'm going to have a lot of kids. To me, when I moved to the States, it was all about work, work, and my career. And then I met Eric, and I was in a wonderful relationship, and we got married. And then three years into it, we're like, you know what? Let's um,
4: let's start. Did you always know you wanted to have kids? Like mm-hmm. you always knew 100%? No,
3: no I didn't know.
4: It was going to be fine, whatever life, whatever, whatever direction life took what, you. Out.
3: Exactly. I was fine with or without, I guess. I but then know. when
4: we met, you and knew I wanted went. kids. Like that was mandatory for me.
3: And then, and it's it's weird because I love children. And even one of my f- foundations in Puerto Rico, I deal with a lot of children. But to me, it was kind of like, Well, oh, if it happens, happens. Then I meet Eric. And then at 35, I realize, mm, you know what? If I want to have kids, I better do this fast because I'm already 35 years old. And I have a condition called endometriosis. Which we can do a whole different podcast um, regarding endo, which has uh, basically ruled my life. And it is the most painful and just bad existence, <laughs> basically, when you have it. Anyways, um, so I knew, you know what, I'm 35, I have endo, I need to, to take this seriously. And we try for three years.
4: What you think going into it is going to be incredible because all your wife is like, hey, come on, it's time, come on, it's time. Hey, let's go. And you're like, all right, let's have a kid. No, but oh, it, we it, struck it, out, no it, problem, it we'll got, go again. It
3: got to the point that I was like, I'm, I need you now. And he's like, again? And I'm going, yeah, just, we've done it four times. I'm going, I don't care, do it again. So it wasn't <laughs> that fun is anymore. the irony
4: of it, you're like, oh, geez. And my such legs such I
3: know It was a job, and my legs are up. We tried every <laughs> single trick, and I'm going, how is it possible, I'm super healthy. This is what's crazy to me. I am such a, I believe I'm such a healthy person, I've taken, I've taken incredible care of my body. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs. I'm like, I'm the perfect candidate to get pregnant easily. My mom had four children, no problems. And then you start and it doesn't happen. And it's so brutal as a woman that you just go, I, I don't understand. I've done everything right.
4: And they say you should give it a good year plus, I think, before you even consider yeah. other options. And I think we gave it a solid three years. Well, we gave it a full three because by the time you had Sabella.
3: No, I, I had Sab- Sabella Like two, 38. Yeah, maybe so something. like two,
4: two years roughly we did it and finally said, okay, this is not happening.
3: So then um, we went to do all these checkups, and my fertility was always my problem was always infertility not um, determined. Like nobody could because my endo was behind my uterus, so my 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 fallopian tubes were clean and my my uterus was clean. So it was kind of like a like a question mark. And then we said, okay, so let's not go crazy and let's start with artificial insemination, which is a much cheaper and an easier process, which is. Um,
4: yeah, just when you, you're you,
3: ovulating, <coughs> you your put, uh, your husband or your
4: partner it.
3: Goes to the place. They go. He goes into a little room. They put some porn. <laughs> he basically nyang, 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 comes out. <laughs> then they clean it. They spin it, and then they get the best sperm.
4: Worst part about the well. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And then they There's put like it, a
4: lobby right outside. You're like, oh, this is cool.
3: And he's going to go and masturbate himself. It's really crazy. And then you're praying, hoping that please God, let them be the best sperm possible, beautiful, healthy, smart, athletic children. And then they spin it and then they put it inside this, like it's like an injection, right? And they...
4: Like a turkey baster.
3: Like a turkey baster. And then they go in, <laughs> inject it on your little cherry and then the things go up. And then they take a left or they take a right, depending on where the egg is waiting, right? <laughs> So we did many of those.
4: Yeah. Well, almost work. seven, I yeah. guess. Almost seven or and something it,
3: like that. It didn't work. Then they found a polyp inside my uterus. So maybe that was the problem. Anyway, so after doing so many of them, we decided, okay, you know what? We're just going to have to do the the heavy one, which is IVF.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's pretty complicated. Which is a whole, I
4: mean, in and of itself, aside from how brutal it is on the woman with everything hormonally, I mean, it's for a lot of people out there. It is very expensive. You know, it's not yeah.
3: depending depending on the state. But here no, in California, it's almost twenty grand. Yeah, per IVF per. is hmm, And under insurance a grand. doesn't. Yeah, covers I, nothing. No, artificial insemination is nine hundred to a thousand. IVF could be up to twenty thousand dollars, depending on the co- cocktail, meaning the 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 combination of hormones they give you because everybody's different you know Mm -hmm. everybody's different so it's very expensive and the insurance doesn't cover it and if it takes beautiful if it doesn't take you lost the money and it's crazy your body's bruised and your hormones are all over the place and you have to have a very solid relationship because we know of couples that don't survive the process because the women we go cuckoo we go crazy
4: it is you know not to always make light of everything but we try to live our lives our relationship making light of things but it's like you're the incredible hulk you know you're Pretty shooting much. hormones into your body nothing you can't predict anything from day to day how you're mm-hmm. going to feel you can't control it no matter how much uh, i try to help yeah you know your hormones go haywire and i you know a lot of people would you know i it's an unspoken sort of thing and It's a tough balance because obviously it's two people going through IVF, one of them, the woman, going through a more severe side of it because of all the injections and the hormones. But the flip side of that is it is definitely a brutal process on the male. As well, not physically as brutally brutal, but mentally very challenging because you want to be as supportive as you can, but sometimes you're completely and you're like pushed you away. You're
3: bugging me. Your smell bugs me. Yeah,
4: <laughs> like your you're, your you're speaking voice bugs. You're me. pushed away from trying to help. It's a very challenging don't time for touch couples. Me, <laughs> that was pretty. Much that was my <laughs> life for about five years. <laughs> no, my No, my Yeah, it was it's hard. Crazy.
3: Was that crazy? I
4: mean. There, well, was you start difficult? at a certain level already.
0: Oh
3: wow! Thank you. <laughs> so <laughs> so thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. You,
4: there's a heightened state in your personality as it is. Yeah. And you just you know sprinkle a little of that on top of it. Yeah. It's uh, I won't say crazy. I got two great kids out of it. We're still <laughs> yeah. uh, mentally altered.
3: So there's a lot of injections involved. Stomach. In your little um, nalgitis, and I had to give all
4: the. Inject- I remember the first time, and we I didn't did, want
3: to do it, but- so Eric had the responsibility of injecting. No, me but every remember
4: night. the first time with Sabella, I was filming a pilot, uh, oh, in, in, in no, in uh, New York. Oh really? And you had to do the injections on your own, and I will call him. Crying. And you had videos, and I remember being on FaceTime. In between shooting and trying to walk you because through, because you have to mix sometimes
3: to f- the yeah the, mix the cocktail the hormones you have to mix them and it's this little powder and this little liquid and you have to be very specific and I'm like I have never injected myself with anything you know um, the
4: whole time I'm just getting yelled at and chewed out I, because oh I'm not God. there but then I got to work I was so mad he was working <laughs>
3: it's like I wanted him
4: to work but I was like how dare you I'm here by myself
3: injecting myself it was awful but you know what the good thing is first IVF boom it took. And Sabella.
4: Sabella was born and was, we were
3: like, this is so easy, which just, we actually
4: told her today for the first, she actually, there night. was two, two embryos took one, uh, both had heartbeats.
3: I put three eggs just so you know, three eggs inside.
4: one did not uh, make it. And that was an interesting thing to go through. It hit you very hard for me. I've always been of the mindset. If it wasn't, if something doesn't happen, it's not meant to happen. And it was kind of like, you know, that was your body and that was, god saying this one wasn't going to make this was going to be a problem but that was very difficult for you because you go through all that and boom we had twins and then one heartbeat just you know drifted away it.
3: so we told her for the first time and you know how it happened uh, last night funny enough she came she came to me saying one of her classmates said you know what mom so-and-so told me that she was a twin and the other one didn't make it and i looked at her and i said you are a twin and this is something that we would... I we weren't going to
4: tell her for quite ever, some time. Never, And Sabella never. was like, I'm
3: a twin. And this is so amazing. she was so excited. So I can guarantee you, she's at school today telling everybody, <laughs> yeah. I was a twin.
4: Because that's Sabella. I'm this going, really, oh my for, for real, for real. For real. Uh, there was two of us. I and know. then and I, like, like, yeah. I didn't—I ain't the one that made it. <laughs> I was like, oh no. no I know. It was... Um, I hope
3: that doesn't affect her like in a weird way. No,
4: she She oh. appreciates the understanding, I think, of it.
3: So the first but, one was great with Dr. Mars. And then we're like, oh my God, this is fantastic. And out of Wait, I had like thirteen embryos, and then they keep dying on you. That's the thing. Like, you get you inject yourself, and you produce this amount of eggs, and then they fertilize them, and a lot of them don't make it. So you can be producing twenty eggs, and we, we maybe put in like
4: six. No, After no, like thirteen, no, you didn't. No, no. And then, then we have six that were good. We had
3: like six that were good. We put exactly, in four. we put three. No, oh. we put three, and then we saved. Um,
4: we saved the other three, but then only one ended up being good.
3: Exactly. The and then like two years later I was doing devious maze. I'll never forget. We said, you know what? We have one available that is froze. Let's just put that in. So we did that. And I'm, I was a hundred percent positive that is going to take granted. And that's
4: like a mini version of an IVF. That's but you're still, still injecting. hormones. You still, no, no, still inject. That one didn't have injections. Yes, that was pills. Maybe it was pills, but you're doing a lot of progesterone, a lot lot of of estrogen.
3: So we put it in and we're like, oh my God, I'm going to have another baby. Oh my God, I'm so excited. It's negative. Nothing. It didn't even attach. And I was devastated. And then we did it a third time.
4: A full in vitro. A full in vitro. Nothing took.
3: And that didn't happen. So now that's two, one out of three that took. Then we went to switch doctors. I remember that I was... I was working on Devious. I was in Atlanta and my doctor was in Los Angeles, so I kept flying ba- flying back and forth. And then when the third one didn't take, the doctor said, "You need to stop working. It's insanity this back and forth." When that's you the have other a thing.
4: break, you, you 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 refuse. That's see. This is a tough thing and we were getting in a lot of a lot of disagreements about this because you want to live your life, but stress, you know, they have like retreats for people that are trying that are struggling to get pregnant. Like go away, clear your mind. Yeah. Stress can be one of the biggest causes of not getting pregnant naturally or with IVF. And you would always put yourself under, you know, tons of stress assuming you could handle it. I rem- and you would I never remember, listen to people. I
3: remember, Eric, that third one, I'll never forget. So I fly to, from Atlanta to Los Angeles. I do it. They put my, my embryo. I fly to New York that night, the same day of the mini surgery, because I had an appearance that a very well-paid appearance and this is how ambition and, and craziness because I should have just chill, and I decided no I have to go to New York and I am at this red carpet for this thing and you know who was there I'll never forget Lala Anthony and Bailon what is her name oh my god I love her she's Puerto Rican beautiful girl she's a host of the real Adrian Bailon yeah anyway she's she's beautiful and super sweet and we're there, and I'm doing the red carpet. Thinking, what am I doing here? I'm crampy, I'm bloated, I just did an IVF, I have four, f- almost five inch heels, I should be in bed. What am I doing? And that night, I knew, it's not gonna take. I will know. And I see, uh, still to this day, I see the. Um, the pictures of that red carpet. And I I look at them and I go, oh my God, why did I do that? But anyways, it wasn't meant to be. Then we changed doctors and we went to Dr. Wang and I did one more, didn't take. Then I did another one. Then we got
4: introduced to what was called the mini IVF and then a mini, they take different, it's like different cocktails. different different What happens
3: is my my cocktail was so aggressive to to be able to create and, and develop a lot of eggs But I will get 15 eggs, but then when they will do the blood test, the day before, the day of the retrieval, to remove the eggs, my hormones were completely whacked, and an indication of that is the eggs are not viable. You can remove them and just take a risk and put them in anyway to see what happens, but they said, you know what, most likely the eggs are no good, so don't waste your time. After you've been injecting for a month and you're bruised and you're like a walking time bomb and then finally so, so what are we doing wrong guys why am i why is this no way? why am i ovulating when i'm supposed to be ovulating and they said you know what we're going too aggressive let's just do mini ivfs and i did three of those the first one i got one egg second one two eggs third one one egg and Gathered then i was like all the eggs all together, the eggs together, together, together. That were good. i know because they freeze them and, and then
4: you do it all over again i'll never forget they said at that point with dylan they said for someone at your age with all this going on it was like a 10 to, 15%, 15% to 15 percent chance of even getting pregnant yeah and i think it was like 15 percent chance and then it was maybe eight <clears throat> percent chance you could have twins which i was freaking out
3: yeah because we, i put, four. put four this time i knew it was going to be the last time that i was going to attempt the ivf because it's been what seven already times of and i was like i'm done i'm like too old i was 44 at the time and i'm like i can't do this anymore i i want my life back i'm obsessing over this i'm sick to my stomach um, my body's taking a beating, my marriage is taking a beating, so this is the last time I'm doing it, and I and I knew if it was a boy, I wanted him to be named Gabriel, because I made a promise to Angel Gabriel, Archangel Gabriel, Archangel, that's how you say it? Mm-hmm. Archangel Gabriel is the angel that gave Virgin Mary the news that she was going to conceive, that she was pregnant, she was having a baby, so they call him the the angel of baby, so if you want to have a baby, you pray to Ar- Archangel Gabriel. So I knew I made a promise. If I have a boy, he's gonna have his name. And of course, Party Pooper here um, said, um, "I don't like
4: Gabriel." <laughs> no, that's it for all the Ga- <laughs> all the Gabriels out there who are listening to the podcast. <laughs> love your name. Um, <laughs> it wasn't that. It just wasn't my. And then she, but she's always been whack with naming. I mean, with Sabella, she was been- gonna be. Sabella was Hannah Aluna at one Beautiful point. I was like, what name. the heck name is Hannah or Aluna? Amalia,
3: Amelie, Amelie no, Rose. Am-
4: Am- 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 was in the running. That was until the end. We decided on This Cibela. is what
3: said. I had a dream. Then she
4: had Pablo Josue. I had a
3: dream. Who is Pablo Josue Winter? My child, my boy. I had a dream. Like No one's going to believe my kid
4: is Pablo Winter.
3: Pablo Josue Winter is actually a very distinguished like movie star, I'm rock sure star I'm sure
4: the Pablo Josues that are out there are rock stars, but it's not going to... Pablo Josue, i the I'll Winter household. you one
3: day. I know your soul is out there because <laughs> I had a dream that
4: you were my child. Listen, to get, okay? so we finally get pregnant with Dylan. We're in the hospital. We cannot agree on a No, but wait. Na- let, before you get Let's it. jump, no, ahead, jump no, ahead. No,
3: I'm not going to jump ahead because this is very uh, beautiful. This is beautiful. Like what, I, what I'm about to say is beautiful. What are you so, say? Wait say?
4: That some other doctor got you pregnant? <laughs> Got, what got, our kids have like four dads basically. no no what i was gonna say doctor was, a doctor so B.
3: i prayed a lot and i would go to the church and play the virgin mary i'm going Archangel. blah 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 anyways i went to a botanica somewhere and i got a little stamp of the archangel gabriel so when the implantation not the implantation when the how you call it no retrieval the putting them in putting, yeah, putting, yeah. putting in the in vitro, the huevos, cuando me pusieron los huevos, in vitro. adentro um I had this stamp of Archangel Gabriel and then they give you a volume. When they re- when they, <laughs> they give
4: you a volume.
3: Wait, when they <laughs> retrieve, you're down. <laughs> the anesthesia, you're completely sleeping, you don't know anything. When they actually put the embryo, the fertilized um it's not called an embryo, it's, 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 well, an, it's embryo. Like an embryo, yeah. No,
4: not kind of like, it's an embryo. Yeah, but
3: they call it something else. When, nope. when it goes in, an embryo. they give you like a, like a volume, so you you kind of like there, but not there. And I, I'll never forget, I had the stamp of Archangel Gabriel with me in my hand, n- under my, my thigh. And the doctor said, I just want you to know, and this is what I'm falling, about to fall asleep, he goes, I want you to know, Ross, it's only 10 to 15% of this happening. And I looked at him and I said, he doesn't know that I have God's favor. Oh my God, I feel like I want to cry. And then, I don't remember anything. Right, Eric? Mm. And then they put the things. Then, then we get a
4: phone call and the blood count is so high that she's pregnant that they basically say it's probably twins. It's and that's when I one. about passed out.
3: At 44 years old. I and was we're like,
4: freaking out. Oh my I God. mean, you're blessed you have one. I was super. I was like, okay, she's pregnant. That's great news. But the the number that they tell you when you're pregnant or not, it's like a range of, I'm going to make it up. But it's like 600 to 1,500, something like that she was at like 1,500 and something with the hormone level saying you're pregnant, which is a very strong indicator that it's two because the level's so high. Ooh, that was a long afternoon for me when I Eric found that out. Eric was not very pleased. <laughs> I could not wait to get in there and get like, an ultrasound. I was like, party
3: pooper is making this very sad. I'm so excited. Oh, I and so he couldn't out. sleep because it was twins.
4: Oh, I was stressed out.
3: And then I go to my first ultrasound. And then we get there and
4: he's looking. He's like, nope, it's just one. You're like, you're lying. You're telling the doctor, there's two. And I'm like, there are not two. He had says, there's no, one. but There's no. one.
3: Eric, he was worried because he was expecting to find two sacks of two, two. And then he said, and then he went to my fallopian tubes thinking, I hope it's not an ectopic pregnancy, which is one travel to my tubes. And that's very dangerous for the baby, for the mom, for everybody. So I'm like, oh, please God. No, 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 no. And no, it was, it was just, just one. And I said, but what does this mean? Why, why Why are, yeah, why am I, my levels so, so high, and he said, You have a very strong um, child. And I was like, Oh my god, this is so beautiful! So then, um, we go to the hospital. I deliver this child, and I want him to be Gabriel something. And Eric is like, It's not gonna be Gabriel. Well, the, the, the middle name is gonna be Gabriel, it's a promise. So I'm not leaving the hospital on, until you sign the birth certificate and Gabrielle is written somewhere. So basically, I don't she, care if it's Eric, tutucu, tutucu, she wanted
4: Pablo Josue, she wanted Gabriel. she wanted all these things. We could not agree on a name to save our lives. Like nothing. I've never agreed with her name choices for the most part. We did get good with <laughs> Sabella finally, but we were sitting there. And the kid has no name. It just says no name Winter for the whole time we're in the hospital. The, the nurses
3: kept calling him no name baby. It like, was when a
4: joke. you should really make a decision. And I'm like, well, how long do I have? Can I just do this next week? And like, we don't know yet. We don't, we can't decide on a name. Well, it's really difficult if you wait until you get out of the hospital because then you got to go back to the paperwork and it's not as smooth. And I was like, oh my God. So I, I said, do you guys have a name book like at the hospital? So I just started going through every letter in the alphabet, oh. looking through names and I stumble upon Dylan
3: and he starts texting and me I'm and like, I'm highly medicated I'm like
4: Dylan winter, Dylan Gabriel when Dylan Gabriel. I'm like, I like this. I like this. So I had to spin it with her and do this whole pitch about how Dylan's name. Cause we were big on name, like the, the meaning of the name for Sabella, her meaning was, which we didn't know when we found the name, but her meaning was God's promise. And we're like, Oh my God, that's great. Definitely go with Sabella. And then when Dylan came up, I, it said he was like God of the sea and, it was all this stuff relating to the ocean and I kept saying, Roz, you're from Puerto Rico. It's an island surrounded by the ocean. I'm from LA. It's like a beach And I was town. medicated with Norco city.
3: and I didn't remember anything. And, and I was like, like, Okay, that's fine.
4: You threw a surfing, you know, baby shower. You don't even surf. Why'd you have surfboards at a baby shower? It was all about the ocean. And I'm like, This is the name. And so we ended up going down between Sebastian and, and uh and Dylan, and then I said, "All right, oh, rock, rock, paper, scissors."
3: No, 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 we did that, and then you <laughs> and won. I won. <laughs> but then I texted. No, this is funny. That's so, so it was, it's a Sebastian Gabriel Winter or Dylan Gabriel Winter, right? So I text. I'm still medicated. I'm like dizzy, right? And I and I text my friend Ronnie, and I goes, "Rania, Sebastian, Dil, uh, Sebastian Gabriel Winter or Dylan Gabriel Winter?" And she goes, "Well, what does he look like?" Because Sebastian is more like he needs to look like dark, olive skin, Italiano type of guy. That's a Sebastian. <laughs> if it's white, then I think it's Dylan. And I'm like, he is a Dylan.
4: <laughs> <laughs> white, blonde, like
3: I'm going, there pastel. you go, Dylan Gabriel. And then it was yeah. like, Dylan Gabriel, Ross, Dylan Gabriel, Dylan Gabriel, Dylan Gabriel. I mean, no so one's calling him Gabriel. Part. Well, I am calling him Gabriel.
4: You're the only person that, and you correct people, which is odd. I not like, oh, Dylan Gabriel, it's Gabriel. Like, they don't say it like that. <laughs> So anyways, that's hey, our um that's so for story. the listeners, that went really long. I'm so sorry. I hope that was not I boring. Know. Um but that yeah. is our journey. I hope that explains the IVF Let's take a in break. our lives. We'll take a break. We'll
0: be back. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important Stair Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, Stair Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcasts.
3: you know what's crazy eric um it's so common nowadays and i think women and couples in general are much more open to sharing their ivf stories they should be. and you know what i just learned i had and i had no idea that the obamas went through ivf i
4: had no idea either both
3: That's, kids wow. not crazy mm-hmm. um chrissy teigen and john legend Yep. also um, and she says the same thing that you said at the very beginning which is you, you avoid your whole life to get pregnant and then when you're ready it doesn't happen and it is, it is
4: mind boggling
3: it's mind boggling and we have here some I mean, I,
4: I mean look just to wrap it up also I mean please email us again um, if you have more thoughts or comments because we will, we will pick up on all of this on another episode for sure um, we should bring like, like an expert it would be we... great to bring an expert in it's, yeah. I think it's a really interesting topic for a lot of people to talk through and, and be open to you know, I think it, just a lot of, a ra- any advice that you might have for women that are considering this process, Roz, or, or, or in the middle of it?
3: Um, I think, listen, I think the, the experience and the process is uh, you have to be ready financially, mentally, emotionally. Um, it's not easy because once you, you, you mess with the chemistry of your body, you know, the amount of hormones that you have to... Um, put into your body is it's not easy, it's not fun. Um you don't feel like yourself. And 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 the saddest part is knowing that there's no guarantee. This might work, this might not work. Those ten days of waiting to get the result are brutal. I remember I was like a like a zombie every every single time. The seven times that I did it I was I was I was a zombie like waiting for the phone call, waiting for that blood result. Um so you have to be ready. You have to be ready and and and, and do a lot of praying a lot of <laughs> uh meditation and and then go for it I think I think motherhood is the most incredible experience in the world I know I I do know of, of women that they don't feel like they need to be moms and that and I respect that you know, but if you are blessed enough to go through the experience and if you don't get pregnant naturally, I believe it's a beautiful thing that that science and human beings and God has given us this incredible mind to be able to help people
4: yeah, and that's always um, a debate like I, I hear some people say well, but you know It wasn't what God intended because God didn't make it happen. You know, it happened through science. And I'm, I'm always a big believer in, well, but God gave humans this ability ability,
3: to work through
4: science Mm -hmm. and come up with solutions to help, you know, people. And I think that's something to not lose perspective on. I think you can be open to it. Even if you think, oh, my religion doesn't allow it or I'm not, you know, I I think I wouldn't shut anything out. You go through,
3: through so many emotions. I remember when, when they don't take. And you go through all this uh, burden, you know. It doesn't take, and you and you start thinking about all the women in the world that get pregnant that they don't even want to have kids, and they and, and some of them are so irresponsible, you know. And and you go, I don't understand the world. I don't understand, I don't understand creation. The ones that really want it, that 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 will be amazing mothers that have the capability of giving a child a beautiful life, it becomes so difficult. And then you have girls that. It's just a fluke, you know what I mean? And the first time, boom, it you happens, and, and they don't even <laughs> oh, want to be moms, boom. and they're completely responsible. And you just go, "Why?" It's like I don't, I don't understand the world. It's, mm. it's so sad. But if you're ready and you want to have, and you want to be a, a mom, and if you have the financial means, you know, you know what's so, so beautiful, guys. I, we have a couple that struggled for many, many, many years, and um, she didn't work, and he he's an actor, and and you know, his career, he's in, very talented. His career was up and down, so it's very expensive. And because of their age, they wanted to do this. So they emailed a lot of friends and saying, we have this dream and this desire. We want to be parents and we can afford it. So it will mean the world to us if if you guys can help in any way. And you know what? Friends came through and they paid for that in vitro and they have a beautiful boy. That's great. Is that beautiful? Mm-hmm. It's a
4: beautiful story. So, I mean, some other questions that we, you know, just in regards to IVF.
3: Was I too old for IVF? Mm-hmm. People think uh, I did one at 38, one at Whoa. 44. Usually, I when mean, you do it, is it comes
4: you... down to th- this is this is an interesting thing that I, I remember speaking to the doctor because you know I love all this science, when do they stop? Stuff.
3: When do they tell you no? Well, it's
4: all about your embryos, right? So your uterus is fine. So if you had froze your eggs, yeah. you know, back in your 20s, or if you had you know had your eggs frozen back in, even in your early 30s, you could be in your 50s and use those same eggs. Now, one thing that's interesting, I remember talking to the doctors about is this, you know, science is such a male-driven industry, and a lot of times, getting pregnant, or not getting pregnant was always, the blame was always pointed towards the woman, that it was a female problem. Mm-hmm. And as science has gone on, and it's, you know, becoming more, uh, with no gender as far as the knowledge goes, they're realizing, look, men also, even though we were you, know, you produce semen constantly, the older a male is also can cause fertility issues when it comes to getting pregnant or even defects because the batch of sperm you're producing at an older age isn't going to be as, as the quality of the batch is not going to be as good as as it was as a younger age. This is what the infertility doctor was telling me and I found that fascinating. So it's not
3: always the girl. So it's not always ladies, the girl. Check, you your, know? check the wheelie of your husband or your partner. <laughs> it's very possible that it's
4: their problem. So that, you know, I, look it, I think one thing I know about it doesn't matter, let's say the in vitro part, just being an old, an, an older parent is tough. There's one it's a reason that people have kids at a young age because you start going, Wow, I'm in my forties and I got two kids and you get beat up, you know, you get you're tired, you come home and they wanna play and they have this energizer bunny energy and they don't wanna stop and you're like, Wow, why, why am I so exhausted? Why can't I just keep up with you? But that's I think having kids at any age over you know, in the 40s, late 40s You guys want to hear
3: something tough. crazy? You want to hear something crazy? It's a true story. Don't think I'm crazy or mystical or magical
4: or I believe in foo-foo stuff, but well, if we'll been actually I to I do. The, if they've been listening to the <laughs> podcast, you just checked off everything that they probably think you are.
3: Well, <laughs> this is a true story, what I'm about to say. So last week we had um, Jenna, and you know, she's very mystical, and we talk about Feng Shui, how do you say Feng
4: Shui. Fen, Fen Feng Shui. Shui. Fen, Fen Chui. Feng Shui. Feng Shui. We talk about Feng Shui. Sounds like a character in Star Wars. So
3: this Feng Shui guy that we had our home <laughs> before Sabella, we had him three times already. Right? The first time we had him, He's, he, Eric's dad, um, Wayne, is engaged, He's basically has a, a life partner for many, many years, and she's Chinese. So she said, you know, I have a wonderful Feng Shui person. <laughs> and we had him come to our house to just to check the energy and move things around and he told us you're going to have a uh, a baby by then we were not even trying or we were about to start doing the IVF we didn't we kept quiet we didn't say anything and he spoke beautifully he didn't he didn't know the sex but he did say um, it's going to be a great communicator and he's going to be more famous than you guys and i was like oh okay that sounds interesting but because we were not pregnant i was like whatever anyways fast forward to We have a baby. We have Sabella. Maybe Sabella is now eight months. He comes back to the house because we wanted to do some cleansing again. He meets Sabella and then he starts speaking Chinese with Grace. And it gets kind of like heavy, right? And like uncomfortable. And I'm looking at Eric and I'm looking at at his dad and I'm going, what are they saying? So I said, what's going on? What's going on? And I see Grace's face kind of like uncomfortable. I'm going, what what, what, what happened? What is he saying? Because I'm immediately thinking, is he saying something bad about Sabella? What's going on? And then she says, no, nothing, nothing. I'm going, no, please tell me. And she goes, well, we never told you, but the first time that he came, that he told you you guys were going to have a baby, when we left in the car, he said to us that we were never going to have kids naturally because we were not compatible to have children naturally. And what a wonderful thing that we use science and he got to meet Sabella. And I started bawling because I'm going, oh my God, he knew, he knew, so he understands the
4: journey. He knew, he said ayadijo before there was a he said Eyadijo.
3: He knew he said ayadijo <laughs> before, and then we had to do, use IVF all over again. So yeah, that's the story, not crazy? What's crazy. his name?
4: Uh... Well, I asked my dad what his name was, and he said his name He name's just came to the house before the, And I said, That's not his name, Dad.
3: That's what he does. I know. He, oh, that's funny. <laughs> he came to the house again um, the, uh, the end of the year, 2019, and he did the charts. And yeah, whatever. you weren't happy about that. I wasn't very happy you about that. You loved
4: the reading the first time because it was all about you having success. And then it came he to this time, Eric, and you were like, This is listen, nonsense. You want to
3: hear something awesome? He told Eric that I was his lucky charm, basically, that he couldn't take a step in life. Without me being next to him because I would bring him good luck and good fortune and a good life He said even when you go to auditions, she should go with you. Well, I'm not gonna go that far (laughs) (laughs) But it was beautiful. I hope you feel that way.
4: Totally Anyways, all right, we take a break.
0: Yeah, let's take a break There are some things that are too good to keep a secret
2: State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24 7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcasts
1: all right
3: we want to hear about you and your thoughts and your questions i know this topic is fascinating like i said before it'll be awesome to bring an actual fertility doctor mm-hmm. and another couple to tell their stories is an important topic many women are going through this so i think it's valuable so please email at he said dijo podcast that's not an email that's an actual handle on instagram so dm or the email, Eric and Ross at iheartradio.com. I have a question for you, senor. Mm. We make beautiful kids, healthy kids. Would you go and try for another one? Really? What happens if it happens naturally?
4: <laughs> if it happens naturally, no, we make sure that's not going to happen. How? You don't use, well, yeah. I don't use protection? Care- skill.
3: I don't, I don't skill?
4: Um, no, not right. going to, <laughs> no. Listen, I, I, I you know being a father is my my life i love it but i i told you before i was good with one i um you know the older we get i i, I always had an issue with just health of the baby and the, the embryos and making sure there was no problems because
3: we went through a lot we didn't agree on all that because i you.
4: i am fine again with genetic testing and doing all those things but then Nummy. if you do genetic testing there's also a risk that you can jeopardize the integrity of the embryo. Let me explain
3: what that means. Some no, no. people. Let
4: me explain. So you're going to explain it better than me, for sure.
3: <laughs> so you have your embryos, and then if you want to find out the sex, because this is no, how no, advanced. No, no, that's different. Let but me finish. I mean, I'm going. I'm going. I'm, I'm getting there. This is how advanced um, science is nowadays. You can know exactly what you put it in. So is, is it's a boy. Is it a girl? You know everything, right? So, it's called genetic testing. But and a lot of times they do it for health reasons. So, they check the chromosomes. Most of the time they do it for health reasons. Yes, they check the chromosomes. They check the DNA. They check everything to make sure that it's a viable embryo that is a viable, everything that the baby's healthy. So, but what happens? Um, when they poke it, when they put that little needle, bing, right? They can compromise the embryos. They can kill it. So, with Sabella, I had six available. I put three. And still, I was not comfortable because I didn't produce so... I didn't have 20 embryos, 30 embryos like a lot of women have the blessing of having. I was like, I don't want to compromise the, the the egg. So, it is what it is. Whatever. Even if I get an alien, I'm but having you, an alien.
4: You could also wait and do a standard CVS or an amnio. I didn't want to do any of that. No, we, you, you But you can do those later you in can. the pregnancy. But you, you again... Can can still compromise, you can compromise the it. child in there. But a lot of people do it. The percentages are low.
3: So it was a big negotiation between me and Eric because he wanted to do it because if I was 38 years 38 old. No, one of the reasons was did, we did, got did,
4: did, blood work back. And this is before the Harmony Test existed, which is now out. Um, but with Sabella was that they didn't have the Harmony Test. With you, uh, you had your blood work done and a certain protein level came back a little off with Sabella. And because it was off, I was freaking out, and freaking I said, "Let's do out. a CVS, let's do an amnio, either one. Let's do one. I want to make sure the baby's okay." And you didn't want to do it, and that was a big, big argument. Mm-hmm. And I ended up let, letting that go. And let, thank God, we had a very healthy child. I
3: called my brother; but, he's a doctor, and said, "Peter, this is what's happening. I'm in tears. Going, Eric, is driving me crazy because he wants me to do this." But again, nobody amnio thing. knows.
4: Nobody knows the outcome. I mean, of what could happen. But we trusted in it, and everything was fine. At the end of the day, that was always a big factor to me, and you and I don't fully agree on the testing process. Now, with Dylan, they have a new thing called the harmony test. It's just a straight up blood test, and that gives you a lot of stuff up front, which is really a relief overall. Early on, you can get this So this be check. honest,
3: the main reason why why you wouldn't have another no, no, kid no, no, is thinking not a, it's no, not health, gonna be healthy.
4: Health has always been one thing because I just you know, having a healthy child is is has always been something that um, sits in my head, right? But at the end of the day, I again, I was an only child. I was happy just having one. Yeah. Then we had two. I'm super happy having two. I don't feel like I need anymore, and I'm at a good place. And I think our family's at a good place. And Did you
3: ever think about adopting?
4: We're old, huh?
3: Did you ever think about adopting?
4: we talked about it i'm totally i'm totally up for for adoption i I think it's a beautiful thing we have a lot of friends that have done adoption and and their homes have been filled with amazing children so adoption has always been something we've talked about and thought about in in our in our journey and i think it's a i think when families do that it's incredible um but you wouldn't do it now i just don't think we're in a place where we where we at least where i want more kids i'm happy with two you already made, you already got another dog in the house that you forced upon us. I, I mean, what are you trying to do to me here? I, I got no opinions in the whole house.
3: I always thought I was going to adopt a kid.
4: You, well, right now you got a dog that is sitting in limbo. No. What? Archie is sitting in limbo he's in our house. He's not sitting in
3: any limbo. He's actually loving well, life sitting, in
4: Hollywood. He's sitting in the ground. But he's he not, went from, from, he's from in Nana dog,
3: to Prada right now. He's
4: in his dog bed, but we don't know what's happening with Archie. Did you
3: see the pictures I posted this weekend, guys, with Eric and Archie love affair
4: it's like pressure, peer pressure constantly. No, thank like you. And I, me, but you
3: know what? I did something very beautiful last night. I thanked you and I said thank you so much for your patience and your love and, and for allowing Archie the possibility of a beautiful life. It's all because of you. I love you so much.
4: Mm-hmm. I did. I know. I appreciate it. And you're like, For real. Like, we'll, I, like we'll 100%. Like when, I will never forget. We will see when... <laughs> Well, the outcome of Archie in our house will, Guys. will be resolved soon. But, but,
3: he's a wonderful dog. But that's
4: beautiful. what I'm saying. You're up all about peer pressure, trying to make me have. Am like, I
3: pushy? Am uh, I a pushy person? A
4: hundred percent. You're trying to force dogs on me, kids on me.
3: No, in a year and a half, Rosalind and Sanchez, Eric Winter adopted a kid. <laughs>
4: One from La Puente, one from Puerto Rico, from just La like Puente. the dogs that they rescued. <laughs> That'd it's be beautiful.
3: That'd be beautiful.
4: But you really would take on another kid right now? You really would? Um, as silence I mean, pre- No, <laughs> I'm
3: thinking pregnancy or like adopting?
4: No, either way, just starting over with another child. I'll do it. Everything's so easy. I'll do it. I'll do it. I just figured it out as we go. I'll Eric, figure it out, Eric, go do this. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Eric, can you take care of this? And you also awesome want taking care of things. I have three you're, schedules you're to make. I've been taking care of three schedules at that point. Yeah, you're good. I'll at take that. another child. My husband will take care of everything with no, the schedules. <laughs> I'll take. Oh my
3: god. Oh my god.
4: Um, Anyways,
3: I think Dylan will pass out. Sabella would love it. Sabella is begging for a little girl, for a baby girl every single day. She wants to have a little sister. What about su- sur-
4: surrogacy? I'm I'm all I'm up for all that stuff for families that are trying to have children. I got nothing against any of it. I just don't. I'm not looking to find a surrogate.
3: Anyways, Anytime okay. <laughs> I'm, not,
4: I'm good.
3: You're good. I know you're good. I, I know you're good. We're good. We're actually very blessed. Very blessed. Um, we have really amazing kids. Thank God. Gracias a Dios. Gracias Dios. Gracias Gracias I think
4: we should get like a snake or something. Oh, come on. That's the next thing I want. This is a weird topic change, but I was just thinking about this out of nowhere. After
3: giving away Honey <laughs> the Turtle, you want to get a, a snake? I was I don't think thinking so. about this
4: the dick I'll
3: set it for Angora Rabbit. You don't want to have an Angora Rabbit. Although, you know what? Your, ma- your hair lady, Dina, um, the rookie, mm-hmm. had an Angora Rabbit and said they were, they're, they're amazing, but they bite everything. Wow. Furniture, clothes, they just ruin everything. And her husband was wasn't very pleased. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, that'd be Eric.
4: Wow. No, yeah, no. Okay. So no
3: Angora. Not. Anyway, for now. so we covered IVF. We covered live. We covered adoption. Uh, we answer questions, advice. Don't wait to have a baby past 35. I know it's very common nowadays, ladies. I did it. Um, and I always will have this little voice saying, I wonder if that was part of it because you know, your body changes. Um, it's textbook. The quality of the egg changes. So, if you can freeze your eggs, or if you can try to become a mother before thirty-five, it's much easier. IVF, it's not easy. It's you know, a beautiful result if it's positive, and your life changes forever for the better. And you forget everything and every every tear and every bruise. You forget about it because once you have that little angel with you, it was all worth it. Uh, but my advice: um, be very sure of your decision. Make sure that that you are in a very solid relationship. If you are in a relationship. Um, know that it's hard but it's doable and listen i did it we did i don't it. regret it we did it yeah
4: we did it we just spoke to our producers we're looking at them right now saying this doctor thing is going to happen it's happening 100 percent. next episode we're going to bring in a doctor to answer all of the the listeners questions thoughts Everything you need to know about IVF.
3: Because yeah, we covered um as much as we could of our experience. Based on our but, experience. Yeah, but if you guys have specific questions, um it's much better to have an expert. So DM So again please please. or email yes. and we'll make it we'll make it awesome our and we'll answer all the questions.
4: Eric and Roz at iHeartRadio.com. Let's make this happen. Send your stuff in. We're gonna have an amazing guest. Love you. All right, love you too.
0: Subscribe to He Said, Aya Vijo on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.